Oh, man, you can move. You can dance to the rhythm. Yeah. It's the self-doc that was stopping me. Welcome to the Phase 4 Podcast, inspired by Vishen Lakhiani and Ajit Nawalkar, co-founders of Evercoach, a division of Vine Valley. In this podcast, we speak to coaches and creatives about where they were, where they are, and where they are going. This is the intersection of what we focus on expands, and your story is your superpower. My guest today is Suday. His mission is to help people tap into their raw, authentic self. Yes, I said raw, authentic self, and that's his line that I wish I thought of. He is the founder of Coaching Through Compassion, where he teaches everyone who feels called to leadership how to become a more charismatic communicator as a leader in their field. Huday also has another company, which is a gym fitness center, and they teach tactical fitness, yoga, and pranayama classes. Uday, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for hosting me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So when I first um, was... First time I saw you, you were, we both went through the CLC certification together and I saw you ask him talking to coach Fran and your energy was just like through the roof. And I was like, wow, this guy, I need to get him on the podcast. And um, I'm a pretty high intensity, high energy guy. And so sometimes it's like, I have to sit back and settle it down. But I think with you and me, it, it might be two high energies coming together, which is beautiful. And so usually I begin talking about um, where you were before you came to maybe Mind Valley or before the present moment. I was in a pretty chaotic mind space. I was telling myself to be in a calmer space, but I wasn't. I was going through so many things in my life. I was going through a phase where I really felt I got stuck. I literally had to take a six month break from all kinds of works, all kinds of activities that were happening in my life. And I wanted to make a difference. And then I got onto Mind Valley, immediately onto the CLC program. And here I am now. That's awesome, yeah. So it seems like that for most people, including me, that Mind Valley just kind of found us at the right time. I think there's a saying, an ancient uh, Chinese saying, uh, when the student is ready, the master will appear. And I think that sounds kind of like what happened with you. Is that right? Well, this is the question that I asked when, during the first call on CLC. As Coach Fran, how to get comfortable with your dream. And then I was expecting an answer. And what she made me do was answer my own question, whether I am ready to receive, ready to receive whatever I'm wishing for. And what was the answer to that? I got connected to CLC, the tribe, the entire program, 
and that was exactly what i was wishing for that's beautiful. they got connected to that yeah that's amazing it's such and a great time. every single so, every single thing started getting unfolded after that right i was making myself ready to receive whatever i wanted beautiful and so we've gone through that i see your charisma it's awesome and special and it's it's unique it's not not for, not everyone has that charisma so i love it um and so where are you about now so we finished mind valley just for context for everyone it's 11 11 exactly right now where i am and we finished the clc program about three four months ago almost and so where is huda now from a place of total chaos when it comes to direction i'm finding my intuition guiding me I was okay. I was comfortable with many different aspects of life coaching. And I wasn't clear which way to go. Everything seemed like I know this, I know this, I know this. And I'm good at this thing. I'm good at emotions. I'm good at creating this reverse gap, building that reverse gap. And someone told me, Uday, why not host a talking show? And I was communicating in a very different way. This was my voice. I was walking, I was working, I was communicating with this soft tone, with this overly nice soft tone. And this was coming from a fear of judgment of not being found as authentic i was trying to be a good guy and my voice sounded very soft coming right from my throat it wasn't coming from deep within and then i realized all right let me figure out what's exactly happening to me why was i even doing that why was i trying to please everyone i found out my roots that i was talking in a slightly dismissive tone and it wasn't intention it wasn't it was never my intention it was just the way that i grew up it's the kind of tone i grew up speaking with and in order to correct that override that i started adopting a tone which was very soft trying to please everyone trying not to offend anyone i realized i don't have to do that i can yeah. be my authentic self i love that authentic self yeah so it's like um you know italian people right they speak with their hands and they're loud and it looks like they're angry but they're not that's just how they talk and that's just the way they grew up but so i love that you said a couple of things there that i just want to touch on the intuition is so important i love intuition because if we can get out of our own way 
they intuition will guide us and the signs are always coming and it's just it doesn't matter if we see them or not the signs are coming all the time so that's where intuition kind of comes in with like trying to get out of the way listen to your intuition you can practice it just like any skill you can develop and practice your intuition one other thing you said about the reverse gap i love the reverse gap because what it does it allows us to see what's in our way so if we know where we want to go and we can work backwards that way we can find out the obstacles that we might not see right now. So like, let's just for a number, we'll use five years from now. Where do you want to go? What do you want to be? And work backwards from that will allow us to see, okay, I want this, but I need to get this out of the way, or this has to be done first. And if you start forward and just say, I want to go here, here, and two years, three years, it's easy to get lost in not so much the detail, but you're not seeing all the obstacles, right? So your one-year plan might actually take you five years. So the reverse gap allows us to see what obstacles are in our way from where we want to go. And uh, I think that's just another important one. So I guess this is a phase four podcast. So phase four being where do you want to go three years, creating your future three years out from now is phase four in the six-phase meditation. So where's Huday three years from today? Three years from today, he is internationally renowned speaker. He is very near to speaking on the AFIST, on the stage of AFIST, that which he set as a benchmark. And the road is slightly interesting. I was I started off with this soft speech. And I was very self-conscious of how I was looking on the screen. And that happened because of some incident. I um, Half of my face was slightly paralyzed a while ago and I developed a speech problem earlier. And I wasn't sure how that was, how, how could it happen? I was stumbling with words all of a sudden. And, and that thing made me even more super conscious super, super conscious about how I was looking. I got coached through that self-conscious image. And I started accepting myself that it's totally all right. You can't even detect it right now. That's how I started moving on. And once I discovered this soft thing, that I no longer have to do it. And uh, I also impersonate people. During one of the sessions, I started impersonating Vision. Can you do it now? <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> All right, JD. Are you ready for this? Here you are today on JP's show with Uday trying to find his authentic self. And I love this program. I love it. <laughs> he does. He is very good with his hands. I learn a lot just about telling stories and switching and taking attention from that. So for the people who can't see, Uday's using his hands, showing us pretty much exactly they look like the way vision talks with that story so yeah thank you for that that's beautiful and yeah as far as um the process i have no idea like it's not noticeable so it's it's 
amazing that we can go inside, switch where we were, and just by thoughts, right? All this happened by thoughts. You're telling yourself a story that you're, oh, I got to be this and I got to calm down and I can't be myself. I got to be what the box and I got to be what society and culture and everybody wants. And then one day you just said, no, I'm going to be me because that's the only way I can be my raw authentic self. And what's powerful about that, you always hear me say, my your story is your superpower. And so that is your story. That is your superpower. And that's where raw authentic self comes from. And then it just, it's so authentic that like, I can feel it all across the world right now. It, it's funny uh, the way even I came up with that. Yeah, I tell was us about it. stumbling about uh, with few words. I was thinking about making a brand for myself, something that it could totally mean who I am, not something, not someone else. And I got super inspired by a few people. All right, let me create something for myself. And then immediately I felt what truly rings with me. I was trying to be an awesome coach. And then I thought, oh, let me make myself an awesomeness coach. And then I saw that someone else had already used it. They have already taken that name. All right. And I wanted to create another one. How about authentic? And then I wanted to give a tagline for that. Let me add something else. I started off with A to Z. Such a simple process. And then I came with once, once I came to R. There you go. Authentic. It started drinking deep down from within. And that's important. I totally got attached to that. Yeah. And so w when you feel it deep down, that's almost like a visceral, like, I know this is what I need to do. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I see it all the time. Sometimes I even like things like that. And I'll just be like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you out loud to whoever's listening. But it's like, you know, it's so in the core of your body that like, this is what I need to do. Right. I was the same with my company. When I found the name, I was like, wow, that's it. It's perfect. And uh, I was trying to do different, like not through the alphabet, but like anagrams were like N is for E is for and try to fill in, but it, it ended up just the way it is perfect. And then you can feel it inside. Um, so I guess maybe we can, or before we go there, I saw uh, you have another company and it's like a gym and Correct me if I'm wrong, but you you bring in young kids and, and teach them the fitness and the tools and the body, mind, spirit. Can you talk about that for a bit? Yes. I've been learning holistic fitness right from the beginning. I wanted to find out what was right. And then I started off with bodybuilding initially. And then I found out mobility. Let me check this. This is interesting. And then once I explored, all I knew before was bodybuilding. 
and then this mobility comes in all right you are starting you started to move this is called fitness all right and then it gave me a total new perspective okay let's learn what's so good about this and i started mixing the two i was into robotics and then there came this humanoid robots we were studying about humanoid robots and we were trying to create we were trying to analyze the movement of robots in the form of humans and i have noticed that we as humans are not utilizing the same possibilities the same set of movements that we are capable of and we are just trying to restrict ourselves to few dumbed down motions there is this whole range of possibilities and we are trying to use a tiny fraction of it and and calling ourselves fit damn i started exploring even more started exploring all the different systems that exist and i found that each of them have their core principles same more or less the same it's just that they express in a different way each system is trying to project those same core principles in a different format and ever since i've only been learning newer and newer methodologies things that are more effective things that are scalable i love this so this is like you're you're talking the body mind connection how like we just kind of limit ourselves and not realize how much further we can go and on the weekend i saw this guy he had to be close to 80 years old he was running a marathon and it was his 397th marathon and this guy was almost wow. 80 right and so like the average person's like i couldn't do one right i hey i could probably even do one and then so to think that this guy's doing it so he transcends that limits and a good example of what you're talking about would be science so you have geology right study of rocks astrology the space of stars and it's all connected but if you're just looking at one of them and not the other one of them it's really easy to have differences and limitations when you bring them all together and you see that they're all connected it's like oh the limitations all of a sudden become removed and um it's like unbounding boundaries so that's beautiful um and so with that i've i've seen you doing some cool promo promo videos and the the reveal and all this so what what kind of things do you do at that um for someone who doesn't know what kind of things do you do at that company at that gym it's uh, all about movement better movement better movement which is practical and which is challenging in the olden days it was all challenging it was all difficult there was no fear of injury there there was nothing wrong with 
making it a little riskier. And today, all we see is padded things, nothing to do with, nothing to deal with the fear of heights, not, not trying to inculcate anything which is practical, which anything which is much more natural in a natural setting. And we are trying to live in a very urbanized environment. We are constricting ourselves very similar to a zoo. We can call it as an urban zoo. We're staying here. We're trying to fit in here rather than trying to explore. Tell me how many people think climbing is natural. Moving through their hands, swinging, swinging through the bars, swinging through the trees, climbing up. How many of them think it's natural? Many, many of them consider this is not this is not a skill that i could possibly learn it's only for monkeys whereas we humans have evolved to swing just as good as the other apes the other monkeys yeah you're and we disconnect yeah so my son's he just turned eight, but I remember last summer he was climbing a tree and someone's like, get out of the tree, you might get hurt. <laughs> it's what a little boy is supposed to do is climb the tree and swing off the and fall out of the tree as well, right? So, exactly. yeah, thank you for that. Um, I guess I would like to maybe go towards Mind Valley. So that's how we know each other through Mind Valley. And so... I always ask everyone, what are some of the favorite quests you've done? Some of the favorite Mind Valley authors, certifications, or Evercoach as well? My favorite uh, till now is the Silva Ultra Mind. Probably because it's by my favorite Mind Valley author, Rishan Lakiani. And that was the first thing that I ended up doing. The reason was clear. I wanted to get the chaos in my head to be cleared. I wanted everything to settle down. I wanted a clear path. So this is brilliant. And every every person that comes on here, they either say that it's the Silva Mind Method or Jeffrey Allen. And right now I'm going through Silva Method for the second time. I'm on like day 23, so we're almost near the end. but. There's just this things that happen in there. It's like kind of what we were just talking about, about the body mind, how it's a lot more than you think it is. And so, yeah, I, I love to talk more about the silver method because I love it. There's a lot of guidance that I've received intuitive guidance. I started off with Ultramind and I immediately received this intuitive guidance that hold on, you should be on this course. Ended up, I wanted to manifest a way to land in the CLC program and I immediately got in. And few other quests that I love are this Money EQ by Ken Honda. What a cool way to look at money. We all have our own fears. 
her own bad experiences attached to money. Rich, bad, poor. No, this is a state that I do not want to live in. And when you cut down those negative emotions and tend to see the positive sides of each phase, you immediately connect with, this is where you want to go? All right. You can happily go through that phase. All these, all these different phases that you initially felt were really uncomfortable, um, where you are unwilling to go. And there you are. Yeah. Happily enjoying whether you are in a um, broke state, trying to find the lessons instead of calling, no, I've made a mistake. Why not? Why not a lesson learned instead of a mistake? Yeah, I look at it the same way. Um, especially money, like <clears throat> just saying like something like I can't afford it. Like that, the law of resonance, the law of attraction, God, the universe, they're going to help you out. If you can't afford it, then God's going to say, okay, let's make your life so that you can't afford it. You know what I mean? Um, and like abundance is, it's not something that you go get. It's something that you generate, right? So, and it doesn't have to be dollars or paper dollars, paper bills. You can generate abundance in your life in many different ways. And then that will start to stack up. So the more areas of your life that are abundant, then all of a sudden the money thing kind of falls into place later on because you're generating abundance everywhere. So the universe is like, hey, this guy wants abundance. Let's give it to him. And then the opposite is the same. Whereas if you're looking at scarcity and the fear and everything like that, the universe will help you out. So it's almost like we're hypnotizing ourselves, whether we know it or not. And so we might as well do it properly. And the thing that I'm coaching people through most these days, and probably that's the same thing that I end up uh, coaching literally everyone is setting the intentions right. What is it that we're trying to create? Whatever we speak, we are trying to create that because that is what we are trying to make our brain and body believe. I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know how to deal with this. Okay, I don't know. What are we trying to create? Are we trying to create a state where you were never going to know what you're supposed to do? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're never going to know. You're keeping yourself in this doubtful state this confused state and thinking, why did I never get an answer? I want to be here. I want to be here. Okay, now how? You're going to start thinking how to do this. Yeah. I'm going to be there. What are the next steps? Right. And if we That's give our brain a... 
For sure. And if we give our brain a target, it has something to go towards, right? Whereas if you're just kind of drifting aimlessly and especially like the, I don't know how, that'll help you too. Okay, you don't know how then. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's a really important thing that people realize, and I know I just said it, but that whatever you, whatever you think about, like you just said, thoughts, words, like be careful what you're saying, right? Even to people around you, to yourself especially, but like the inside of your mind should be full of beautiful flowers, not weeds and, right? So I think it's so important to, to definitely set the target, but also to be careful of your words along the way. And even just like things like double negatives where like, I wish I could have this, but, or I wish I could have this and I, but this is what happens, right? Like, don't, don't go to that second part of it. Um, another thing I would like to talk about maybe is just your experience at CLC. I, when I was looking up this morning, I was going through some of the telegram chats and the, the value that you delivered to the mind Valley community was priceless. And you can see it in the comments that people gave back to you. So I know that must've felt awesome for you, but it just shows the character that you have and how far you've come on your own journey to get those kind of comments. So can you talk about that for a little bit? Yes. The first biggest thing that I experienced in terms of getting a better person as a coach was that I stopped judging people. I stopped judging them from my perspectives. They don't have to live their life on my perspective. What's good for them doesn't necessarily have to be good for me. That is the path that they would want to take. What they see as a negative and they want to ignore was something that I felt needed to be corrected. This is reality. This should be dealt with. But the other person has no intentions to go through that. The other person only wants to focus on the positive part. I am not going to live their life. I am only trying to guide them, have their own best lives. Why should I be judging? That was my biggest lesson. And it took me a while to do the same thing for myself. I stopped judging people, but I didn't stop judging myself or the situations that I, that I was dealing with. That's the biggest takeaway that I had learned over the course. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so um, easy. Like sometimes the way we talk to ourselves, right? We definitely got to be careful. But sometimes we talk to ourselves, you wouldn't even, I hear myself talking like, and I'm like, wow, I wouldn't even say that to someone else sometimes, right? And so there's, there's like that little angel on one shoulder, the devil on the other shoulder. They're the two voices going back and forth fighting. And it's funny if you can sit back and 
kind of just watch it. I like sometimes I'm now I'm before it was a lot more difficult. Now I'm like laughing at it almost where it's like, wow, look at these two voices fighting over like and they're just argue whatever. If you say one, the other voice will say the other kind of thing like that. So I think that's huge. And yeah, the, the non-judgment thing is very important because we all are, are different, right? People learn different. They feel different. Everybody has a unique, different experience. So what's right for us may not be right for the other. And uh, important point you just made about the coaching is that it's not our job to put our own beliefs and ideas into someone else's story. It's that we're trying to harvest the best of them and see where they can go and try to change that negative into a positive. So I love that. Um, I think another important thing about that I want to just highlight about the CLC is the community is those interactions that you have with people, because a lot of courses, you just go through a course, there might be an instructor, you might have a little zoom room or something, right? For the time that you're doing the course but with this certification <clears throat> there was a whole community and the support in the community was so unbelievable just like if you go type up your own name and just watch the messages for, like i'm sure you've seen them but it's just the support and the love from people and the willingness for people to genuinely help without wanting like okay if you don't give me money or if you're not my client then i'm not going to help you you ask a question in the in the tribe and people will come and help you. And it's from all over the world, which is so special. And it's almost like, I wish the whole world could be like that. What do you think about that? Everyone's coming up with a different opinion. And there is this wide range of possibilities to explore all of a sudden for anyone. And literally for me, the magic happened outside those regular hours connecting with people around the world, trying to understand the different perspectives, um, different cultural influences. That made all the magic happen. Yeah, that's important for me too. Someone, <clears throat> someone told me very early on, I was just offering to um, help new coaches like that I would I would be their coachee or coach for them, whatever they wanted. Right. But I was just offering help and whatever way I worded it, somebody said like in my country that comes across as very arrogant and rude. And like, it was not my intention. My intention was genuinely just, I'm here to help. I have a bit more experience. I'm further ahead on the path and I'm here to help. And so those cultural differences that you're talking about are important. Even some of the stories and metaphors I use might only be, understood in my part of the world so the the bigger picture is a way bigger picture and it all comes into play so yeah those are some good points um and so what is next for uday not three years from now but just right now what's happening in your life what's going on in the next few months in the next few months i'm planning to make myself be visible out there in speaking assignments. I saw that speaking was my was coming naturally from me um, right from my childhood. I was interviewing people, interviewing all of my guests that would come to arouse right when I was a kid. I was trying to demand for whatever I wanted. I was 
um, vocally communicating everything, voicing it out loud. And somewhere down the road, I identified myself as an introvert. I stopped connecting with people. I started restricting myself. But then once I went back to the roots, oh my God, this is not who I am. I actually love the other way. And I do have the power. I absolutely am fearless communicating with anyone. Why was I stopping myself? And then it changed. Okay, you're not an introvert anymore. Start connecting, start building those relationships. Help people know if they have got into this trap. It's all because of their own self-talk that they've been doing. Right. Communication is not just about us communicating, us connecting with others, but it's also about us connecting with ourselves. We teach everyone, okay, this is better for you, this is better for you. We tend to help people, we tend to give an advice, we tend to coach, but when it comes to us, oh, but this is not me. Right. When did you start associating yourself with that particular thing? This is not for me. Really? Can we see what's on the other side? Right. Is this what you are actually trying to stay away from? Do you actually not love this thing? Do you really not love stages? No, I do. I love vibrant spaces. I love lively spaces. I was telling myself, I was telling myself this lie that, Udai, you're not a good dancer. I know you can move, but you're this stiff guy who cannot catch up to a rhythm. So this is what I've been telling myself. And that's only building that personality. Right. Once it's... I change this narrative, oh man, you can move. You can dance to the rhythm. Yeah. It's the self-dog that was stopping me. Yeah, that's what it is. It's a story. We're all telling ourselves a story. And so my my deal is like, well, let's make it an empowering story instead of a, a negative disempowering story and so for anyone listening whatever the story you're telling yourself up till right this second that's fine you can put that story down just like a bag that you've been carrying a, a heavy weight you can let go of the weight and you can make a new story starting right now start where you are do what you can use what you have and create a new story and that's what you're talking about creating your future five years out. Yeah, you might not be in the same starting place as someone else where maybe you want to be, but starting today, you can start working towards that. And what happens is these things start to stack up over time. So as we change our story, as we keep promises to ourselves and build our physical, mental, emotional strength, those doubts that you have, they they start to silence themselves more often. And so 
of course, sometimes you're still going to have doubts, but then that's when you just need to tell your voice to shut up. But um, as for the, the story that we're telling ourselves, yeah, we're all telling ourselves a story and it's literally just a story. You can make it up. And you said Vision's your favorite author. So I heard Vision one time say like the color blue. If you think the color blue on your shirt will make you successful, it will. And it's, that's how simple it is. The story is beliefs. You believe the story. You don't like the story, change the story, change your beliefs, change your stories. And so I think that's um, a really good place maybe to kind of leave it. And I, before I ask my last question, actually, I'm going to ask, where can people find you? And then I have one more question. Um, right now, I'm more active on LinkedIn. Perfect. LinkedIn is where you can easily find me. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook as well. Right. We'll put those links in the show notes. And then do you have, you said that you want to go on stage at A-Fest. Do you have more detail to that? What does that look like? What year is it? What color are you wearing? What's the weather look like? Wow. Great question. I am, I'm wearing, all right, let me visualize again. <laughs> I'm being the sexiest person I can be. Delivering a mesmerizing speech. Everything is lit up. Everyone is celebrating. And I cannot help but enjoy myself connecting with this huge audience. I'm excited by this energy and I'm only amping it up. I'm dressed as good as a fashion model. And creating this vibrant energy. Everyone is inspired. And I'm inspired by everyone else in the audience. And my energy is only going to increase and show up in every other stage. There we go. I love it. That's so awesome. I felt it. I saw Vision standing beside you there introducing you. So yeah, that's awesome. And when you get to AFES, let me know and I'm going to come and see you on stage for sure. Uday, I want to thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, JP.